0: welcome to the pff daily betting podcast this is the monday edition and as always on mondays i'm joined by ben brown this is kevin cole we have some winners and losers to go over for sunday we also have a preview and look at the Monday night football game Bills at Patriots and we'll have everything you need to know for there from a betting perspective DFS and also get into our prize picks information for fantasy scoring. So Ben, let me come to you first. We learned a decent amount today about how the playoff picture is going to shape up but we still got a few things left to go. So Let's look at let's look at the NFC first, because I think this is pretty interesting. We have a Sunday night matchup that was announced for next week where it's going to have the Washington football team versus the Philadelphia Eagles because the playoff implications there. Uh, you have any feelings on the the NFC East and who can end up taking that?
1: yeah i mean i still i think it still comes down to the quarterback situation for washington right i do think we'll probably see alex smith it sounded like he was trending at least towards being somewhat questionable towards the end of this week so maybe that is you know a good prognosis for him playing in week 17 if he does i do think that uh washington's definitely capable of beating the eagles but i do think we'll see you know jalen hurts and the eagles have another you know decent performance on sunday night football um so it makes me a little bit worried about washington i do think that dallas probably um should should take care of business against the new york giants and in that scenario um we could easily see washington slip up and dallas ends up in the nfc so that's kind of my uh, prediction at this point i don't think it's necessarily um the most likely or going to happen but i do think if i was getting decent odds on it i would probably lean towards dallas just with the fact that um i don't really think that Dwayne haskins or uh taylor heideke are going to be able to get it done for washington against the eagles so we'll see what are you feeling for the nfc
0: yeah yeah no i can agree with that it's funny because dalton was seen as being andy dalton was seen as being a good pickup in the offseason one of the best backups as someone who was seen as being an average starting quarterback for most of his career Didn't look so great when he first came in for Dak Prescott earlier this year, but he really had uh, his best performance of the year against the Eagles. I mean, the Eagles don't have the best defense, but it's not um, a total walkover defense. So he had, you know... 12.6 12.6 yards per attempt a few touchdowns and he took a couple sacks but nothing too egregious there so he was really just slinging the ball all over the place so that looked good they got Ezekiel Elliott going a little bit on the ground which they haven't been able to do so I think offensively They can be pretty potent going forward if everything is working in conjunction because they still have the talent at wide receiver. So, yeah, if they can get in, I think that that's the team that would make the most noise in the playoffs as opposed to the Giants or the Washington football team. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. I do think that they probably have the most talent. We kind of, you know, we kind of saw, you know, a pretty good
1: performance from that passing offense today, kind of like you mentioned. So I think they would probably be the most exciting entry into the NFC playoff race. So let's switch gears. Let's talk maybe about the AFC. It seems like the Colts are basically kind of the odd team out at this point in time. Uh, they kind of lost a weird game to the Steelers today. I think they were up by two touchdowns and like they were up, you know, by 17 points, basically with five minutes to go in the third quarter, ended up losing. Uh, I think Ben got kind of hot. Uh, so we'll see. I think, you know, from this perspective, what team do you think is going to be uh, that last entry in the AFC uh, wildcard spot?
0: Yeah. I mean, the the Browns had their issues this week. So, they had. They were missing their wide receivers. They were missing the linebackers. They were missing the left tackle was sick, non unrelated to that. Their their rookie, uh, Jedrick Wells was out, and they also were missing right guard. Uh, Wyatt Teller who's been really good. So they had a lot of bad things going on today. Obviously losing to the Jets is a huge blow but I think when you've looked at their playoff chances there's a little bit of a misconception there because they are playing the Steelers next week but I think the Steelers are going to rest their players. Home field advantage is the only thing they'd be playing for and that would be only a couple of potentially getting that a couple of weeks into the playoffs in the divisional round. So I think they'd much rather have the time off and they haven't had a week off the Steelers since week four. So I think the Browns are pretty good to get in they're probably going to they're pretty heavy favorites already on their early line so I think the Browns are in um the Dolphins now that's a, that's an interesting one um you could argue pretty convincingly that they're not starting they're best quarterback so i think that could be uh an issue for for their playoff chances so i i think that the dolphins may be the ones who who fall out that's what i was thinking last week and obviously they just scraped by on a miracle uh on on pure fits magic fits magic there at the end so i think i might still go with them although you're right the Colts are looking very shaky right now yeah i definitely agree with that I, i do agree
1: with you based on everything you said about miami at this point i mean uh maybe they'll bring in the relief pitcher i think is what uh brian for his quoted yeah. of a saying at this point. So I don't know, but it is pretty clear that uh, Tua has been just a little bit of a disappointment uh, in his rookie season, I would say. Probably the most uh, disappointing rookie quarterback that's gotten a chance to play at this time. So we'll see how things kind of shape up. But um, I think from an intrigue perspective, I would really like to see Cleveland get in and then it's kind of a toss-up between Indianapolis and Miami. So we'll see. I do got to ask you uh maybe one final question. I know you have your finger pretty close to the pulse on this, but MVP race. Uh, is Aaron Rodgers kind of locking this up on Sunday night football? I mean, Patrick Mahomes did get a victory, uh, game-winning touchdown at the end, but I don't think you can necessarily say he looked all that great doing it. I think he's probably gonna end up with at least three turnover-worthy plays uh after our final grade submission. So are you leaning towards Aaron Rodgers as the potential MVP favorite at this point?
0: I don't know. it will be interesting to see how sharp these numbers are that books have been putting up in the last few weeks, because I think the public perception even before today was that it was a closer race than what was coming through. I think it was more like a 75-25 situation, if if I'm correct, going into this week, um, or maybe even an 80-20 type of situation. So would one game, would one result, a result that still was a victory? for the chiefs swing things that far to make rogers the favorite i'm not sure i think that the the sentiment on on twitter and maybe with with al and chris in the booth was that rogers is the guy i'm a little bit more dubious of whether or not mvp voters will will do that um especially with the chiefs you know now moving to 14 and one you have the best team in the league and probably the best player in the nfl by most people's opinion who's having a fantastic season the all those things coming together makes me think that that Mahomes might still be the favorite to get the award despite the fact that a lot of people are leaning towards Rodgers at this point yeah I definitely agree with you on that I think that is kind of a
1: you know the correct mindset at this point in time um we'll see what actually ends up happening but I think maybe we probably won't see that significant of a correction based on this one week performance but I do think that the gap is probably narrowing as you mentioned so let's um, but we can, you know, I digress, I guess, at this point. Subscribe to PFF's Elite Annual Subscription using promo code ACTION to receive a year of Elite subscription access and one year of Action Pro subscription access for just $200. Action Pro is Action Network's premium subscription offering tailor made to make avid and new betters better. This is a limited time offer that is currently only made available now through the Super Bowl, February 7th, 2020. This offer also only applies to first time elite annual subscribers. So Let's talk a little bit about Monday night. We got uh, Buffalo at New England. Um, Buffalo is basically sitting third in our ELO rankings at this point in time. Um, both their offensive and defensive units sit in the top ten of our opponent just in grades and they basically begin all the love in the betting market. Um, starting off in the week i think it opened up right around four and a half i think we saw it basically pushed to seven uh right away all the cash ticket percentages are t- cash and ticket percentages are on the bills um they are kind of only playing for seeding in the next two weeks it seems like as well um i don't think that they are going to be able you know to basically lock in the number one overall seed they're not going to be able to catch the chiefs at this point so it's really just um you know where do they want to end up and if they want to fight to kind of get that home field advantage through the first two weeks of the season so We'll see. I don't really think it's a spot that you can necessarily buy into uh, the Patriots. I do think that plus seven is a little bit too wide of a spread, but it's one of those situations where uh, we're not quite sure what we're going to get from Cam Newton or Bill Belichick at this point in time. So I don't really feel too comfortable uh, playing the spread um, for the Patriots, and I think that's probably the only viable side uh, based on the market movement now that we have dealing up with this, you know, at this point in time. So we'll see. Are you seeing anything from a showdown perspective that's kind of jumping out of you? I think we could see, you know, um, you know, a few maybe receivers pop up. I do think there's probably some action with potentially fading uh one of the Bill's wide receivers, but I don't really think you can kind of fade uh Stefan Diggs at this point in time, can you?
0: No, I think it's tougher to fade Diggs than it will be to potentially fade Cole Beasley here who's been playing well. Um, I know that John Brown has been practicing, but they haven't activated him, so I'm not 100% sure if he's going to be playing or not. Um, That will obviously mix things up a bit. I think when I was looking at projections, I know that nobody will want – well, not nobody, but there be there's going to be a lot of people off of Cam Newton because of the fact that his his passing has been so poor. He's had a slowdown like we've seen in previous seasons. But he's still rushing it a lot, and it's still a game where he could put up some good numbers. And because of the way that Showdown works, and it's a little bit of a popularity contest when it comes to ownership, I know that Josh Allen is going to be very, very highly owned. I know a lot of the other Bills players are going to be highly owned. And because of that, I think it could leave some... Room for Newton to to have some value, so he would be the guy that I would look at, and he's also someone I'm looking at when I'm looking at a PrizePicks.com, where you can get up to a hundred dollar bonus on your deposit with promo code PFF. His projection is pretty far below what we have uh, have them in our system is 15.5 points here. We have them projected for almost 20 points. So, So rarely have I seen a spread like that. And I think it really is this juice from this rushing production that we're projecting in there and maybe not as much of what the public's seen because he hasn't been able to get on track passing the ball. But that, that could that could end up happening this, this year, I mean this week. I know the Bills have a decent defense that's been playing better, um, but this has a, at least some potential to put up some points in this game.
1: Yep, definitely. I do agree with you. We actually kind of like both his uh, passing yardage prop at over 167.5, and we kind of like his uh, over 1.5 passing touchdowns at plus 170. So I do think that you're on to something there, basically, uh, not only from a showdown perspective, but also from a prize picks perspective um, to see him, you know, potentially perform better than expected, especially through the air. Um, I do kind of agree with you. I think that uh, the Bills have definitely gotten some love defensively lately, but I don't know if they're necessarily as good People think at this point in time either so we'll see one that i kind of like um on prize picks here cole beasley under 13 fantasy points i know you kind of mentioned it Don brown maybe will be returning i do still think he's going to have kind of a difficult match against jonathan Jackson. so um i think that he might be the odd man out of this bill's pass kitchen unit here on monday night and i could potentially see him you know going over his or going under his Uh, fantasy points projection at 13 potentially even under his uh, receiving yardage prop number as well so those are um, some decent spots I think to fade Cole Beasley on is there one other one that you're liking here on Picks tonight Kevin
0: yeah you know it's interesting that you mentioned Beasley because he was the other one that I was interested in going under Um, yeah I mean I'm looking around here I think Gabriel Davis, by that same mention at eight and a half, he could probably go under there too. He's another guy who's probably going to have to pay off with a touchdown there. So uh, I don't know. I, I, fading the Bills wide receivers, not named Stefan Diggs, I think could be a good move here.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree with you. Jacoby Myers, over 11.5 fantasy projections, I think he could be a decent spot as well. Our player props tool kind of likes him to go over his 4.5 receptions at plus 125. I think if he does do that, gets to that five, you know, reception threshold, I do think that he could easily get over this 11.5 fantasy Mm -hmm. point projection as well. So that's a spot that um, I'm kind of buying into here if you're more inclined to play some uh, overs as opposed to the unders that are mainly probably going to be options in this game. So... We'll see. Any uh, final words of wisdom or thoughts coming up here for week 17, Kevin?
0: No, no, I'm just I'm ready to get to it, figure out these playoffs uh, and then get on to the expanded format the next week. I think it's going to be really exciting the first wild card week of the playoffs where uh you know maybe a lot of people aren't going to have such a great time with their uh, significant others for this but you're going to (laughs) have three football games on saturday and sunday this year getting that extra one i think it's going to open it up a lot more fans will be involved so i'm just excited about the playoffs coming this year
1: definitely definitely it's always something to look forward to for the teams that uh did get in and if you didn't get in you can always use our mock draft simulator to kind of uh figure out how best you should fix your own hometown team. I know that's been a pretty popular tool as well. Make sure you check out Line and our player props tool for the Monday night football betting action. Of course, we're going to have Kevin's showdown slate as well, Uh, his written article that does so well and actually kind of sets you on the right path for showdown success here um, on every island of the game. So definitely make sure you check out all the great content we have on PFF. Uh, From Ben Brown, I was joined by Kevin Cole. Appreciate you guys listening to the PFF Daily Betting Podcast.